who else is very important in the Bible the man called Abraham the father of faith you know something happened in Genesis chapter 22 that we all know the story about Isaac but you ask yourself a question what could propel this man to obey God to the extent of killing sacrificing not killing to sacrifice his only son his only begotten son remember Abraham got married to Sarah and they were both aged and has no child they waited and waited and waited upon the Lord until they both became very old now Sarah and Abraham decided to go through the back door like many of us today would do Sarah and Abraham tried to help God to bring to pass what he God has said and promised them just as many of us today would do you know you can't help God you have nothing that God needs the Bible said that he is God all by himself and somehow somehow sarah arranged the bonds woman of abraham and told abraham to go in to her maid praise god and that particular art brought forth a seed which god never approved In that particular incident was the only incident Abraham went out of his covenant with God and that one singular act brought the whole world till this day to a place of terror and violence sometimes you try to help God there was a man called Uzzah the Bible said why they were bringing the ark of the covenant back into the kingdom the ark got to a particular place and, and the Bible said the, the, the ark shook praise God 
and while the cat shook the ark was about to fall the bible said Uzzah put forth his hand to help the ark and God slew him there every time you try to help God it doesn't end well Ishmael was brought into the sea and it came to pass just after a few months of the birth of the baby Sarah became very worried because Haggai has started acting up you know I have you people in my hands I gave you guys a son let me tell you if it's not from God it is not from God and suddenly the whole scene changed Sarah changed her mind I said no I don't want this woman and her son in my house anymore Abraham reacted went to God and God said to her listen to you say to him listen to your wife now after Hagar left with her son we know the story that happened to Ishmael everything that happened how God helped them Abraham and Sarah kept on believing God it came to pass when the angels of the Lord told Abraham that you are gonna have a son according to the time of life and Sarah thy wife will conceive a child and the Bible says Sarah had it and mocked the saying verse number 12 Genesis 18 therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I am what wax old shall I have pleasure my Lord being old also hello maybe you don't understand the old age that has hit these people can I explain a little bit it is that kind of old age that the woman has come to a point where everything in her body has bowed to the Lord at this level even if she goes to to the to the surgeon I said I need to do breast lift it won't lift because the skin at this point is too weak to carry silicone oh you're surprised we all know these things praise God I think it's only the Bible we preach Abraham has come to the point whereby everything around him also bows like this so there is no faith in the flesh but Abraham had faith in the spirit Sarah laughed and mocked the prophecy sometimes prophecy comes they don't look like you of course that's why it's coming from God every prophecy that look like you is man-made fiction not God just follow me and suddenly according to the time of life the Bible says Sarah conceived suddenly 
the breast of Sarah started yielding strength back God started quickening the body of Sarah to hold the baby what a miracle what a joy that should hit that family what a uh, 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 a great sound of testimony that will come everywhere praise God I could imagine Sarah moving around and those that pretend like that they are not seeing her stomach she will she will use the stomach to hit them praise God I say hello my friend can't you see what the Lord has done such happiness and such joy suddenly in Genesis 22 the Bible said God woke up Abraham once one early morning Genesis 22 from verse 1 I will be speaking today on five steps that distinguished Abraham from everyone and it came to pass after these things after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him Abraham and he said behold here I am And he said, take now thy son. Somebody say thy son. Now God repeated it because Isaac was more than precious in the sight of Abraham and Isaac and, and Sarah. You know, uh, God loves good things. God would not have asked for Ishmael. Ishmael smells. Praise God. Ishmael is not something precious. In Ishmael, this, the covenant is not. But in Isaac, the covenant is. This is the one that will carry the name of Abraham. And the Bible says God did not demand for anything else but Isaac. He said, Thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest. Touch your neighbor. Say, What is that thing you love so much? I believe by this time the place of God in the house of Abraham was threatened. Why? Because sometimes we pray for certain breakthrough and when God give it to us, we forget God. Just as many today has forgotten God. When they had nothing, they come to church. Even when they say robbers are robbing in front of the church and they are killing people, they say, let me come. I need prayers. But immediately they get what they are looking for, that thing becomes their God. Can I announce to you that what has taken the place of God in your life is Mammon, the God of Mammon, the God of material things, the God of this world. You come. Creeping on the floor, Lord, help me. Father, please, is my, is my case the worst case? Is my own that bad that heaven is not responding? Many of us today, ask yourself a question. You're watching this message now online. Many years ago, when you had nothing, would you stay home? 
would you rather stay home i'm not saying that god can't touch you wherever you are online god can't touch you i know but would you rather take the option of staying home we have decided to put god secondary god is no longer first that was why see while I, while I was reading i've read this scripture for many years but early this hour early early hours today this scripture hit my spirit like never before i probed why god would ask for isaac to be sacrificed why would god demand that isaac not sarah not abraham why is it that god would demand what he gave to them for them to give it back to him without any guarantee that they will even have it before they die something happened which the the, the bible did not capture because it is not something that happened physically it's of the heart somebody said the heart the bible said with the heart man believe and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation the day you will denounce god it will not be out of your mouth first it's from your heart everything you do the time the day you believed god is from the heart praise god and the day you will you will start going back and drawing back on the things of god it you meditated it first from your heart and i perceived in my spirit that abraham started going to church late before this time abraham would arrive church service so early before this time sarah being the praise coordinator will be at the church at her station as a place of work so early you know why when we need something from god we tend to put a face of faithfulness am i communicating with somebody let me tell you god is not seeing faithfulness then when god sees faithfulness is when there is no need for you to pretend at the time when you are best relax how do you treat the things of god does God still matter to you? I can count people countlessly, countless, that I know through my ministry, the Lord has turned their life around. But you know, this generation is a generation of viper. Viper! Seekers of miracle are not God. Seekers of signs and wonders. If the reason why you are in church is because of prophecy, you're a miserable person. You are lost. You are gone. If the reason why you go to church, the reason why you believe the Lord Jesus Christ is because you don't want to be poor. Poverty will embrace you because your 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 mentality your conception your understanding 
about God is wrong. And God demanded for Isaac. God told Abraham, thy son, that one you love so much. And get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for what? A bound offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Are you willing to offer up that that looks so precious in your heart? What is that thing that when anybody touch, it affects you so much? That's why when I tell people, I say, you're giving. If your giving does not affect you, you have not given. Somebody say, oh, I've been giving sacrificially. I've been giving sacrificially. When you give, it doesn't even look like you give. That's not sacrificial giving. Praise God. What God demanded from Abraham, God had never demanded such from Abraham before. And God told him, sacrifice him, and I'm not giving you the reason why I want your son. Take that boy and go to Mount Moriah. Upon one of the mountains that I will show to you, and sacrifice him there upon that mountain. What comes first in your life? God or your children? What comes first in your life? God or your business. You see, some people say words like this. Oh, I need my business because it's, my, it's through the business I will support the work of God. You think your business is, God is existing or the church is existing because of your business? Because of your business is thriving? You're right. And so, they tell themselves a lie by trying to entice themselves. See, I have to focus so much on this thing I'm doing. Because if I don't get it right, I can't give to the church. I can't assist the church. I can't do the work of God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Anytime the place of God is threatened, in your life hear this anytime the place of god it could be your time management money is not everything it could be your time it could be friendship it could be relationship it could be family what comes first Haven't you read? The Bible says those that seek to keep their life will lose it. But those that give it up, say they will have it even more in abundance. Can't you just believe for once? Hallelujah. When you read scriptures like when Jesus said that I have not come to make peace, I have come to separate mother from daughter, son from father. What that literally means is that you have to declare where you are standing. You know, sometimes it takes just a little line for you to 
no backsliding is just something very little it's not it's not something major you could be in church but you've backslided it's of the heart your ways are no longer pleasing the lord it's of the heart i believe that before the lord came back to abraham something has happened i believe maybe abraham was meditating that morning and saying father i need to get back to my place of worship i need to get back to my place of prayer how many of you while you are while you are meditating you have seen inside of you where you are lacking it happens to me no man is perfect when you have deep reflection first before you have reflection of others have a reflection of yourself first tell yourself the truth because it's the, it's the truth you are able to tell yourself you will not be afraid to tell any man I say again the truth you are able to tell yourself you will not be afraid to tell that truth to any man praise God I know of a pastor that doesn't tight and when you go to his church nobody dare preach about tight you know why what he can't tell himself he's afraid to tell the congregation and Abraham started meditating and because meditation leads to revelation he got a revelation from God and God demanded for Isaac can you tell yourself the truth and be sincere and say father anything that you ever want from me i am willing to give it to you you know we say those statements but it's not true because a few days ago god tested you and you successfully failed the exam you knew that if you do like this you will fail you said i would rather fail and ask for forgiveness later now look at the steps that abraham took i'm going to break those steps down are you ready in verse number three verse three of that scripture everybody want to go on, on the board hallelujah so number one five steps that distinguished abraham abraham knew that he has started doing something wrong from the principle and the precepts of god so these are the five steps abraham took after he heard the voice of god in chapter one uh, chapter 22 of genesis verse one and two praise god in in that number one step the first step that he took what god has demanded from you what god demanded for abraham abraham was willing to give it to god Hallelujah. genesis 22 verse 2 abraham was willing to give it to god 
in verse 2 he said and he said take now thy son thy only son isaac whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which i will tell thee of so abraham was willing to do it so you have to be ready to meet with the demands of god hallelujah there are some demands of god god could demand of you that in the next three months i want you to be waking up every midnight by 12 o'clock and pray and intercede on behalf of a neighbor or your church or something it's a demand so abraham decided to accept the demands from god number two location somebody said location in Genesis 22 verse 2b God gave the location where he wants that particular offering to be given somebody say location the Bible said in the book of Jeremiah God was speaking he said for I will give you a pastor after my own heart not you choosing pastors for yourself a woman said to me say before you came i saw you in my revelation that is god sending a man to you god is very consistent the directions of god are, are, of god is very powerful hallelujah give me the directions of God is very powerful and very strong so God told Abraham the location he wants Abraham to go sometimes God is asking us to go to the east and we are going a total opposite direction you cannot be successful when God is giving you directives and you are busy directing yourself I can tell you for sure that some people in Canada have no business being in Canada. Hello? Aren't you aware that even in war torn countries, people are still prospering? Because you never sat down to ask God, what is the location? Because I tell you, you could sacrifice and your sacrifice will be a waste. Why? Because you offered it on a wrong location. On the wrong altar. The altar may not be bad, but it's not the right location. Can I tell you, half obedience is as good as disobedience. Half truth is as good as a lie. Number three, are you there? separation in genesis 22 verse 5 genesis 22 5 you will see what abraham did verse 5 what abraham did abraham 
told his servants he got to a point when he was moving around with with his uh, his, uh, his 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 servant and his son they were heading to moriah it got to a point when abraham sight moriah from far he told the servant and the bible said and abraham said unto his young men abide ye here with the ass and i and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you somebody say amen in life you have to learn to tell people stop here not everybody in your life is permitted to follow you through onto the next door there are some doors God wants you to go through alone don't be afraid to be alone loneliness is not equals to failure sometimes God wants you to be alone because there are certain things he wants to tell you he doesn't want distraction somebody say distraction If you must please God, you must know when to separate yourself from people around you. Separate yourself from voices around you. Separate yourself from strange altars around you. Matthew 6 verse 4. Matthew 6 verse 4. Let me show you something there. Matthew 6 verse 4. media was i need you to be very very accurate and fast please matthew 6 verse 4 that thy arms may be in secret praise god matthew 6 verse 4 thy arm may be in secret thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly so many times you have to do your thoughts secretly secrecy is not bad when the purpose of it is to achieve something better and good it's not every time you give informations some of us the reason why the devil the devil has no power to know what god wants to do in your life hear me let me teach you this this truth and fact how does the devil know about what is about to come when you talk too much everybody you see hey do you know that uh, i'm about to buy a house you've not gotten the house yet and you see the hey do you know that very soon i'm going to be a big boy they say how you start giving details let me tell you with the words of your mouth as you say it this place is full of medium waves bands praise god meaning you can't hear any radio frequency here now but i tell you if we get a radio an electronic device and start tuning we'll be able to pick a station here that is how demons exist in the realm of the spirit and when you alter words it's a vibration in the atmosphere it's an energy you are releasing and when you release that energy they get the information and when they get the information what do they do they start fighting start tracing who is the source i learned my lesson very well lately praise god don't 
say a word it's not everything god showed to you you come out and you start running up and down joseph almost lost it what was happening to joseph was god preserving him through mercy god showed you a dream you think it's time to sing about it when you've not even come close to the place of the dream being accomplished start telling your enemies your dream you have to come to a point whereby you can tell yourself and say i am not telling you and if your friend gets angry because you say i'm not giving the information for now they get angry that friend is not a good friend that friend is a monitoring spirit any friend you tell for now i, I don't want to release this information to you but just uh, know that it is well and they get angry so you don't trust me must i trust you trust no man except god because every man has the ability to change only god that cannot change those that got angry and say oh because i normally say oh that everybody around me is a suspect until proven otherwise those that got angry with that statement and met me later and say, oh bishop you're, you you know as a church we love you i say i know you love me but i'm saying that i don't trust everybody is he a crime why are you disturbed and they said hey, you see they could discourage the membership where are they today ah uh, anytime you make it if you want to catch the thief in the house just make an open statement anybody that reacts so much watch that person because it's only a thief that bothers to defend themselves you know those days when things miss in the house so much our parents knows which of us takes the thing you know they would, what they would do they would take that particular thing and hand over to you and say look after it uh, when they give it to you you can't steal it and the thing will not be missing so it will be there what am i saying you got to understand separation separation is so important to you as an individual even in your company in your dealings with people you have to know when to say okay i have spoken enough i am going to stop here lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil hello temptation is you walking into it you pray the prayer you got to separate am i communicating with somebody in second corinthians chapter six second corinthians six verse 17 second corinthians chapter six verse number 17 show you something there praise god six verse 17 wherefore come out from among them who was speaking god giving instruction and be ye what separate said the lord and touch not unclean things and i will receive you hello wherefore come out somebody say come out there are some relationships that are toxic come out 
Praise God. There are some boats that are not meant for you. It's not every door that is meant for you to enter. Come out. Separate yourself from amongst them. And be ye what? Separate. You cannot be distinguished when you always move with the crowd. I dare you to take some journey alone and let God be your companion. You know why God doesn't get involved when you have so much people around you? Because when finally you achieve it, you will not know who to thank. Do I have a witness in the house? Uh-huh. That's why when people come to me and say, oh, pastor, pray, you know, I have this, my uncle that is helping me out and my uncle is going to assist me. I said, then we don't need to pray. You only need prayers when you need a supernatural hand from God to bring that into pass. But if you have option B, God does not drag his place with any man. So Abraham understood the secret of separation. He separated his young man from himself. And you know one of the reasons? If those men had followed Abraham to the place of sacrifice and Abraham said he wants to kill Isaac, they would have stopped Abraham. Be wise. There are certain things God is telling you today that if you tell your neighbor, they will not understand it. Why? Because God has given only you the, mid, the mystery and the key to unlock it. Can I hear you say from today? I, I will separate myself as the Lord demands it. Number four. Are you ready? Number four. Kill the spirit of sentiment. the spirit of sentiment <laughs> thank you Holy Spirit Genesis 22 verse 7 kill the spirit of sentiment make sure sentiment is not in any angle of your service to God and Isaac spake unto Abraham his father now we have parents in the house right by God's special grace which I am one now, if your son, let me read the scripture. He said, And Isaac spoke unto his father, unto Abraham his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Here am I, son. And he said, Behold the fire. Behold the firewood. But where is the lamb for a bond offering? And, and listen, this could sound easy to you, but I mean, it's not easy for me. At this point, 99.9%.0009% parents would turn their back. Because the son hit the nail on the head. Daddy, who are you planning to sacrifice? Or what are you planning to sacrifice? You have never brought me out for sacrifice like this. We always come out with a lamb for sacrifice. We have the fire. We have the wood. We have everything. Where is the lamb 
for sacrifice. When I read this verse, tears ran down my eyes. You see, what could make you change your mind is sentiment. Sentiment is what demoralizes your faith. Sentiments as a believer could make you disobey God. There are very hard instructions that may come from God, but because you're a sentimental person, you will flaunt those instructions from God. Do you think that Abraham loved Isaac more than God? Do you think that you love your children more than God? For God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. In the case of Abraham, what would happen in centuries to come? God tried it out in the case of Abraham. Even before then, the lamb has been sacrificed. Jesus was sacrificed from the foundations of the earth. It has been destined that that would take place. And the son was asking, Father, where is the lamb for sacrifice? At this point, some of us would just say, Son, you know what? I am sorry. Let's go back home. And let me tell you, when you make that decision to go back, you think God will appear and say, Where are you going? Keep on keep on moving no god will not because you and i god has given us the ability of free will somebody say free will if you may decide to obey god you may decide not to obey god but your obedience to god carries consequences your disobedience to god also carries consequences the day you stop over loving this life that day you will start pleasing god revelation 12 verse 11 you know some of us will love this life so much we love our life treasure it more than anything at all but you cannot love your life so much and still have the ability to please god it is not possible because every instruction and commandments of God comes with sacrifice. Somebody says sacrifice. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their life even unto what? Unto death. They loved not their life even unto death. why because they are willing to give anything to god god demanded is gone number five be ready to determine to sacrifice to god no matter what even if the situation doesn't please you be, be determined that you must sacrifice in genesis 22 verse number 13 
Genesis 22, verse 13. Show you something there. Verse 13 says, verse number 13, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, and behold behind him a ram caught in a ticket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the state of his son Isaac. Now do you know, the Bible said that immediately Abraham lifted up his hand to sacrifice Isaac. The angel of the Lord cried out and said, Abraham, stay thy hand. Do not lay a finger on the child. For now I know that thou lovest me. Now so which means the problem was love. Praise God. The problem was love. Abraham started showing Isaac more love and attention than who? Come on, talk to me. Than who? Than God. I tell you, love is, a, is an action word. It's an action word. You can't say you love without showing it. It's not a spiritual word though. Is action. So why God, the reason why God demanded for Isaac was because there was a lack of attention to the things of God. Because God would remove anything from your way that takes his place. And anything that takes the place of God in your life is an idol. Some of us in church, we are idol worshippers. You think idol worshipping is only in Africa and the Caribbean? You are practicing in your house. You don't know. How, pastor? Your job could be an idol. Your business could be an idol. Anything you substitute God for is an idol. Can I go to hell for that? Yes. Idol worshipping is idol worshipping. So what is an idol? Anything you substitute God for is an idol. Because you're worshipping it. So which means God comes second. And that comes first in your life. The Bible says seek first ye the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And he said every other thing shall be added unto you. He will give you everything. But one thing he asks of you is seek my kingdom first. Seek my what? Kingdom first. Seek the kingdom first. Not second. Show me kingdom-minded man. Kingdom-minded women and men. I will show you people that will take the city by force. Because they are kingdom. Every time they think kingdom, 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 kingdom. How can they fail? Even when you see them so sick, suddenly they recover from deadly sickness. That could have destroyed them. What is the secret? Kingdom. In the book of Acts, a woman called Dorcas, the Bible says she was doing good deeds. She was helping the widows. What happened? She became sick, and even in sickness, they were praying. She didn't recover. The Bible says, according to the time of life she died of that ailment but that's not the end of the case 
she got back to life why because of kingdom you know what the women said the bible said the women were crying and saying these are the things dockers have done for us who else would do it if dockers is not here ah come on may you be very relevant to your generation that amen has kwashoko may you be so relevant that the next man sitting by you will not take it for granted praise god you know there are some people now if i say pray for this person everybody will be praying like there is a stone on top of their tongue but immediately i say pray for this other person you see their mouth and strength is loosed something is happening be so relevant to your church there are people if they are not in church nobody knows hello but there are some if they are not in church where is that brother where is that sister that used to that used to that used to that used to so they are so relevant to this gospel that we are preaching don't substitute God there was a man I know he loves his cars so much even more than his children so don't even go where God is early in the morning he will come out and he will go around the car looking at the car mm. I'm not joking early hours 4 a.m that he should be communing with god and praying that same car killed him am i coming to somebody you see if you want to operate in the supernatural in the mystery that no man can interpret hold this scripture to heart second corinthians chapter 10 verse 6 hold it to heart second corinthians 10 verse 6 hold this scripture so strong if you must operate in a mystery that nobody can explain it's a secret i'm giving you some beautiful hidden secrets you have been seeing this scripture before but it's a secret and i will tell you and he said having in readiness to avenge all disobedience do you know that sickness in your body is a disobedience to the word of god hello do you know poverty is in disobedience to the word of god now he said having in what readiness to avenge all disobedience he said when your own obedience is what so you can't keep telling demons to get out when you you're very disobedient to god pastor what do you mean live a life of obedience to god and what's obedience obedience is taking everything and accepting that you are the fool in the house you mean it yeah yes swallow every bitter pills and smile that's obedience but do you know that the bitter medicines are the ones that work best yeah. 
Ah. So why is it that strong instructions scare us away? Because man is not meant to take those things that are good. They are always after those things that gladdens their hearts. When you read, when you read that Genesis 22 verse 13, God provided the lamb for sacrifice, is it not? But you know, if it had to be some of us, we'll take the ram back home. Go and kill it and eat it. Uh -uh. God provided it now. So no need to give it again to God. <laughs> this generation is very powerful though. You know, while I, while I was studying, the Holy Spirit just told me, say, son, I answered, I say, father. He said, well, you know, there are many in my house if they were the ones that I gave that ram to replace their son, they would have taken the ram home. Before my angels were arrived, I said, no, that ram is meant for God. They already, the head of the ram is like this on top of the fire. <laughs> they, they will eat it. That's why I say, be determined no matter what to sacrifice David said I will never give to God anything that will cost me nothing a woman was making noise about giving church money and I called her to decide and I asked her I said, Come, how much have you can you just give a rough estimate when did you give your life to Christ? She said 15 years ago. I said, can you give a rough estimate of how much you've given to the church? She said $3,000. I said $3,000. You should be jailed. <laughs> 15 years. $3,000. So I said, if I hear you make noise again, you will know how angels do flock people. Praise God. And you know, those that don't give are those that complain a lot. I don't know, women are so particular about this complaining, complaining, complaining. Another woman also was complaining, complaining, complaining. Oh, uh, church fund, church fund, church fund. And she, she was asked, oh, say, okay, come, how much so far have you given to God? Let's go and check the record. They checked the record. Her money was nothing. And when they say, take the check of $500, all this while you've been in this church, it's only $500 you've given in total. So which means she's among these people that use coin. They come with coin, one dollar coin, and they throw it like this. Pa! It will fly. Pa! Inside the box. And when you talk, they say it's my widow's might. They will run and become a widow. <laughs> before you claim, before you claim me widow's might, if your husband is there, you're in trouble. Because he will ask you, since when did you become a widow? Distinguish yourself from the crowd. Do things that people will look at you and say, yes, this is good. Because Abraham obeyed God. If you read that scripture down, Genesis 22, let's go to Genesis 22 just for a second. Show you something. Genesis 22. Praise God. Let me show you. You see, all the blessings you see, think God has blessed Abraham. God didn't actually bless Abraham like as much as he blessed him. 
here in Genesis 22. I will show you the covenant that made Abraham really the father of many nations. Praise God. He said, and Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said in verse 14, and it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Praise God. And verse, verse 15, the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. Somebody said the second time. And said, by myself I have sworn. Have you ever seen anywhere God swore in the Bible with himself? Abraham moved divinity to give him a standing ovation. The man played these five steps so perfectly. Praise God. This touched me so much. You know, God, anything you have to swear with has to be above you. God was looking for something that is above him. God, he didn't see anything. And he said, by myself, I have sworn, said the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing and has not withheld. Somebody say withheld. That's not withheld thy son, thy only son. He said that in blessing. <laughs> let me let me let me take my time here. He said that in what? So which means help me with the glass of water, please. I want to explain this to you so you understand because there's a difference between I am blessed and I am blessing. I'm inside of blessing, blessing is coming. Now, you see this glass of water. This is a blessing. Am I communicating? And God said that in this glass of water, you will be a water. That in what? Blessing. I will what? Bless thee. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? That even if you are, you are a water yourself, I will still give you water in the midst of water. Meaning, even if you decide you want to be poor, it's not going to be possible again, Abraham. Meaning, I am making you a custodian of blessings. Now, it went further again that I know that you are a man of multiplication, a prosperous man. And he said, and in what? Multiplying in what? Mot in what in what I will still multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven like Abraham in the midst of you multiplying I the Lord will multiply you as you are multiplying my God you see when you gather the text of God, the word of God. Don't just read it like newspaper and run away. You could be blessed, but you could be much, much more blessed. Remember, when he called Abraham, he said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. So that was the only blessing Abraham has been running with. 
now in genesis 22 god now made him a custodian of the blessing that simply means as you are turning in fact you don't need to feel you don't need to walk to fill this cup with water as you turn water out as you're returning the cup back it's still filled up you open your mouth water is coming out everything you touch is watered that's where the bible says that we are so ever the soul of your feet shall tread upon i the lord has given it already to you for your possession just for you to possess what a god why because this man decided to obey god and god gave the breakdown thank you god gave the breakdown follow me he said and as the sand which is upon the seashore god was trying to explain abraham what that in multiplying i will multiply you so even as you are walking praise god remember as an individual you gotta walk am i communicating even as you are walking and adding to your bands a blessing i the lord will be walking too be bringing my own my own my own you know earnings to your own to add up to what you are bringing that's what it means so he tried to explain to abraham that this multiplying i'm talking about is as much that you can't count as the sand upon the seashore and he said and thy seed shall possess are you seeing where that scripture came so when you are praying you say oh lord i will possess the gate of my enemies hello it doesn't work that way you gotta come to this height when you claim these things you don't you, you, you don't just claim them you have to walk your way in jesus said for my heavenly father walk and hit her to all i too i walk paul say any man that don't walk i command this day let him not eat there is no food for a lazy man when the bible gives you a pure straight instruction don't try to bend it to suit yourself or try to be selfish or try or try to do things with sentiments and you possess the gates of your enemies wonderful go ahead praise god and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be what be what be what no wonder we sing abraham blessings am i of the earth be blessed why see the reason because thou hast done what obeyed my voice obeyed my voice obeyed my voice many of us are saying father speak to me but the one he told you since 2010 you have not obeyed A 
distinguished believer i know there are many believers everywhere but be separate be distinguished don't cut corners don't be that believer in the office that takes bribe there are churches in, on this earth praise god very large churches that they take bribe to post pastors to good churches to their better branches don't be distinguished what shall it profit you if you gain this whole world and lose your soul what shall it profit you brother if your desire is to buy a house you gain the house and your soul is gone are you aware that there is eternity after here are you aware that when you shut your eyes here you open it the other side and where you open will determine where you will spend eternity don't get it twisted there is no second chance so before you go about running your mouth and bra being braggalicious about four bedroom house you know that one day your soul will be demanded for someone asked me a question that really touched me within this week he said if we believe that heaven is a better place for us why are we so scared of death ha what a strong one and I try to un I try to understand it and try to explain it as best as I can but the fact remains the Bible said in Revelation 12 11 he said but B he said they love not their life even unto death the reason why my dear that believers are afraid of dying is because they love their life more than God that gave them the life praise God what is death why are you afraid of dying are you aware that what you are afraid of is what haunts you praise God like me I, I, snakes mm -mm. I have phobia for snakes and because I have phobia for snakes if I just enter anywhere that has little grass that grow like two inch or three I will start looking out for snakes and because I'm looking out for one, I will see one. That's how your human body intellects is built. What you are afraid of will want to threaten you every now and then. The scripture says for death is defeated. Jesus conquered death on the cross of Calvary for you and I so when the devil come knocking let the devil know that there are two ways you will exit this earth either you sleep in the lord not die you know because believers don't die they sleep in the lord or you will be raptured remind him because devil comes with this understanding of death oh you're going to die ah they said cancer 
they say brain tumor so this is how you're going to die and you now you now say hey now what so this is how my own has ended immediately you say it with your mouth it is sealed by thy own mouth thou has brought judgment upon them yourself so immediately you say it it's done no reversal the bible say let the weak say i am strong let the poor say i am rich pastor but i've been saying i am rich for 15 years now keep saying it don't stop talking it the bible said in the city of ephesus it says so mightly grew the word of god and prevail the word of god will surely prevail don't stop talking it though we are little but we are not mindful of our size am i communicating with somebody we are not worried at all praise god and when we move out and we walk we walk with our shoulders high it's not about what you see it's about the god we carry inside of us Bible said, though weeping may endure for a night. He said, but certainly joy comes in the morning. That joy that comes in the morning comes to those that truly wait upon the Lord. Some of us, we say we are waiting, but we are not waiting. We are complaining. When somebody calls you, sister, how are you? We know that it is not well, but can you just say it is well with my soul? Speak positively. You know, there is a way you build your language as a believer. Your, 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 your vocabs, your vocabularies start changing. You may not have money and somebody call you and say, oh, can you raise me a thousand dollars? Oh, my dear, I'm very rich now. Maybe next time. Now, when you talk to somebody that is not a believer, they will say, uh-huh, so you are rich. Why not give me the one thousand? don't play the game with them tell them i am very rich now it is well with me by the time you keep saying that because they will catch up and say oh okay i understand you mustn't say to them oh i don't have money immediately you say i don't have money you will never have money the bible said in the book of proverbs 6 2 he said thou art enslaved by the words of thy mouth it is what you say that you will be judged by Praise God. Put your hands together to the Holy Spirit. Be separate. Be strong. I know there are trying times everywhere. No problem. The time is only a trying time. Time does not stay static. Time moves. And our God does not dwell in time. He dwells in eternity. And the Bible said that we are not of this world, even though we are in this world. Our government is not of this world. Persecutions will come. I guarantee you that. But that doesn't determine how you will spend eternity. 
whatever happens to you have it in mind that eternity is glorious the bible says, for the street of heaven is made of gold show me a country in this earth with all their riches that built their road with gold a lady that had the opportunity to see the kingdom of heaven and was brought back when she came she said when she came back that this earth was smelling that she literally the, the most beautiful place she, she was staying she said it's irritating her because of what she has experienced out there can I ask you a question before I round up this kingdom of heaven that is the reason why every one of us we are pressing on the word on the gospel do you even believe in it because if you believe in this kingdom your attitude towards God will change you will live for nothing and be ready to die for anything As I am so, I'm a dead man already. Yes. <laughs> you cannot die in Christ and wake up and still decide that you are. No. It is not possible for you to die twice. Get it into your head. It's not possible. You died in Christ. The water baptism is your death and resurrection. The mystery of the water baptism is you died in Christ. And when you came out from that water, you are regenerated. The mystery, when a child is in the womb, that child is soaked and in the midst of fluid. Am I communicating? So the, the kind of person you are, death can't kill you. When it's time for you to go and relax with your maker, you take a deep sleep. And the Bible says when it was that time that Jacob called all his sons and he blessed each and every one of them. After he was done, the Bible says he packed himself, not them helping him. He packed himself and slept in the Lord and joined his ancestors. Come on. What a glorious one. Not you will be in the aircraft and explode. They say they can't find your body. For what? I say he has gone to be with the Lord. For where? Check all the, all the great men in the Bible. Every one of them, even in their death, their body was preserved. Elisha died with all the anointing inside of him. And even when he was buried, the, his body has decayed. The Bible said the dog, the man died and they dug a grave close to Elijah's grave. And when they threw the man inside of the grave, the body of the man touched the rotten bones of Elisha. And the man resurrected back again. A bone resurrects. First. A bone. And you tell me that God is not alive? And you tell me that I, I should hold on to what I have now because I don't know tomorrow. Who told you that? 
my father owns the earth my tomorrow is guaranteed anyhow it comes it will come lack does not determine my destiny i may not have it today does not mean that it will not come tomorrow life is full of turn by turn when it comes to your turn also we will celebrate you let's rise up to our feet